Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Today's episode, what is the most important investment an advisor can make? And it's not a trick question, but it's an answer that most advisors don't think of. When they think about investments, most advisors think of, you know, education, marketing, uh, you know, the practice, and all those things are accurate, but... If you really think about the differential between somebody who succeeds at a high level and somebody who does okay, right? So it's not like they're failing out, but they know they're not hitting everything. In other words, they're leaving success on the table. Why? The key component is how much are you willing to reinvest back in yourself each and every year in terms of a personal and professional development budget. What I do with my clients is we, well, mandate's a tough word, but that's the word I like to use, is anywhere from five to 10%, I like 10, quite frankly, of revenue, gross revenue, in a line item budget to reinvest back in yourself. The key differential between people that succeed at a high level in life and the people that don't is the key element of reinvestment, right? Here's the funny part. And I say sad also in a lot of ways. A lot of, and I just had this happen the other day. That's why we're, we're talking about it in this episode. I, I had an advisor, 20-year veteran, reach out to me um, just from watching some, you know, just kind of wandered in from all the social media we do here. And, you know, we we're talking, and, and my process is very simple. Every advisor can have 30 minutes of my time, no questions asked. Whether, you, whether we're going to work together or not, not the point is you get 30 minutes. And then if there's something we resonate with and you have a deep interest in improving yourself and are willing to reinvest in yourself, right, then we can go forward to an evaluation and then we figure out what we're going to do together. So this is the intro, this is the 30 minute call. Uh, get him on the phone, uh, fills out the forms, does everything there and uh, uh, independent guy. Um, so kind of grew up in the wires and last uh, last eight or nine years has been independent with a, one of the largest uh, independent IBDs out there. Um, and you know, we're talking and, and I said, so tell me why we're here. What's frustrating you, right? So, and, and I always ask that first and it always comes down to, I'm not at, it's said differently, but when you chunk it all down, I am not as successful as I want to be. Okay. So great. I said, so, so define that. So, and you know, he's doing about, you know, gross about 350, 400. Probably W W tilling around two two twenty five something like that. And by the way, by all accounts, in most in most uh, people in this country, quarter million you know almost a quarter million dollars of take home, you're doing real well. But again, in our space, hmm, right? And so, what what do you think what do, what do you think has caused you not to succeed at at a higher level? And then I said, well, where do you want to be? Right? So, paint me a vision. And you know, like a lot of people in our space, oh, I want you know, I want to do at least a million dollars of revenue, and and you know, because everybody still got this million dollar you know producer in their head, especially some of the uh, people who've been around for a while. 
And I said, okay, fine. So I, I don't, I don't need to know why right now that's important to you, but I want you to tell me why do you think after 23 years you have not achieved this goal? All right, very important question. And what I'm really looking for is bullshit. I'm looking. That's my now my BS detector goes up. All right, I'm talking. And, you know, I hear things like, well, you know, I never had a good, you know, I've never had a really good assistant. Um, you know, uh, compliance won't let me do things that I want to do. So in other words, you know, I started hearing the language of it's that person's fault, it's that person's fault. I never once heard in that whole timeline, you know what, because of me. And until you can have that, until that person can have that statement made, you know, that they make, which is, hey, I'm the problem, but I am also the solution. Until that happens, there's nothing you could do, right? So we're talking, I said, okay, okay. So I'm kind of wandering through kind of his, all his, you know, reasons why he's not successful. And, and then I came to the, the question. I said, where do you fit in all this? Who are, and I said, who hired, you know, I have, a, I have a crappy assistant. Well, who hired the assistant? I did. Well, don't you think you share some blame in that, right? And then he goes about compliance. I said, well, there's always workarounds. There's always a plan B, plan C, plan C. You know, you took the no or you can't do that. And you went with your tail tucked between your legs and ran off and went to wasting the day away, right? So keep going, right? And then I said, hey, what training have you done in your 23 years? What training have you done to get better at what you do? And other than some mandated training his broker-dealer did when he was at a wirehouse, right, uh, the last eight years, pretty much nothing. You know, he'll do the annual uh, IBD conference because they kind of make you go, and there's usually a mandatory compliance meeting and all that jazz. I said, well, did you go to any of the breakouts? You know, because I know various people there, and look, I've been to those. Some are better than others. Some really suck. I get that. But you always get a couple nuggets out of something, right? And he goes, well, you know, I kind of wandered into a couple, but, you know, I was, you know, I was talking to other guys. I'm like, okay, fine. Then I say, tell me about your morning. I want to know about how your morning goes. So tell me about the first 60 minutes of your day, your business day. And I get the basics. I get up, I get on my phone, I check my emails, I check the markets, I read the news, I get up, I eat breakfast, I put more news on, and then I, I kind of roll. I got to be in the office by 7.30. So why do you have to be in the office by 7.30? I just have to, you know, there's no rationale, just the way I am, right? And so we're just kind of going round and round, and, and I'm, I'm, this guy's just built his own box, his own prison, basically. Uh, mindset's not right, habits and behaviors are not right, and he's highly frustrated. But I'm going to tell you why I didn't work with him, why I said, you know what, we're not a good fit. Because as much as I tried to get him to admit that he was the issue, he never would take responsibility. So then I asked him, I said, how much money, how much money uh, a year do you invest in making you a better you? So what's your personal and professional development budget? And he goes, I, I don't have one. I said, well, how if I said to you, I said, you're about a half a million dollar guy. How about if I said to you, in order to work with me, you've got to set aside $50,000. Now that's not all for me, but I need you to reinvest back in you. And I need, we need to figure out where gaps are. You need to go, you know, you know, whether you work with me or not, you need to take $50,000 a year and reinvest it back in you becoming better at you. That is, if you need a personal trainer, get your ass in shape, that's what we do. If you need a nutritionist to stop ordering by menu, that's what we do, right? And I coordinate all this. Um, if you need somebody like me to kick you in the ass, to move things along and to find your blind spots, I'm happy to do that if it makes sense. But you've got to be willing to invest 10% of your rev back in you because you are the product. 
It is not your portfolios. It is not your business planning. It is not all the other goodies that you have. At the end of the day, a person hires you first. Then they'll listen to what you have for them. And his answer was, I can't do that. I said, why? If I said to you, here's this marketing, I've got this foolproof marketing, it'll get you clients, you know, it's, you know it, whether, whether it's online, so it doesn't matter what it is, but pay me 50 grand and I will deliver X amount of business to you every year. Will you do it? And he said, you know, I probably would do that. I'd probably find a way to do that, right? Shiny object. Here's the solution to my problems. If I, if I stroke a check or take my Amex out, if you guys watched the other episode or heard the other episode, right? Put the Amex away and do the work. This guy, if I could show him a shiny object where he would not, where he would not have to change, where he would not have to change, he'd be all in on that. You know why? It's safe. And this is the message for everybody today. If you're, if you're a quarter million dollar guy or gal, there's a reason why you are. If you're a half a million dollar guy or gal, there's a reason why. If you're a million dollar guy or gal, there's a reason why. And if you're looking to elevate, you know, and, and for whatever reason, I don't, I'm not here to, to judge why you want to do what you do, but you're kind of stuck. Don't sit there and say, well, because I don't have resources or I don't have this. You're just not willing to change. You don't lack resources. You lack resourcefulness. Right, you need to go out there and make things happen. The differential between a, a quarter million dollar person and a million dollar person in this business is not that the million dollar person is three times smarter or they work three times harder. They have three times the mindset. And you can sit there and tell yourself, "Well, I don't need to change my mindset. I'm good." That's bullshit. You know, you're not. If you were good, you wouldn't be frustrated. You wouldn't be wondering what's going on or how do I make the last five years of my career, the last ten years of my career, my best years ever. Right? Well, I don't need any of that, Joe. Okay, tell your bank account that. Right? And look, I, I'm I'm not advocating for me. Hey, come hire Joe Lucas because I'm not right for everybody. I've always made that statement. My style is very unique. Uh, you know, I'm doing a survey with my clients right now, and they're all it's all kind of the same. I don't take I don't take BS from anybody. I say it like it is. You can fire me if you like. I don't care because I've built my business where I don't have to care. That's why I care so much. Because I can speak the truth, right? But if you're going to sit there and delude yourself that all I need is another marketing, all I need is another seminar program, all I need is some, you know, I need some social, I need to run some Facebook ads, and that's going to fix my world, you're deluding yourself. 10%. 10% of your gross rev, put it back in yourself. And if you can't do it, there's a clue why you must. Because if you're running that close to the red line every month, you know, there's so many people in this industry who are literally 90 days away from being out of this industry. Like they will zero out because they have the hustler identity. They never built the business owner identity and they never built the entrepreneurial identity. They just, I'm a hustler, man. I'm here to make money. The problem with making money is just this. That's all you'll ever do. You'll make some money. You won't be sustainable. You won't leave a legacy. You'll look back at your career, and I know plenty, of, and look, as this industry ages, right, average age now is 56, 57, depending on, depending on whose data you want to believe. So that means our, half our industry is in their 60s easily, right, if not more, if not even in their 70s. And you look back, and, you know, I, I know I've run across people in their 60s that should have built these empires, and they're trying to make the budget. After 30 years, 35 years, they're trying, to, they're trying to stay afloat. First off, my question goes, 
Why would I ever give you any of my money? You're a you poor steward with your own, right? And they think that all they're going to do is, and the reason why I'm saying this today is not just because I had that meeting with that gentleman, which, by the way, I declined to work with him. Um, he couldn't get it, right? And I'm not in the business of trying to pound it into people, right? Not a good match. I said, you know what, man? You better off, you know, why don't you go find some marketing program, put your, put your Amex out, go do that, and, and you know what? Just waste that money, too. Because nothing will change for you. And I was hard. And I was, well, maybe not the nicest I could be. But I cared. And I'm going to speak the truth. I told him, look, you know, nothing's going to change for you until you wake up one day, look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm messed up. And I got to fix me. And I got to invest in me. And until that happens, nothing changes. Period. Right? And, for, and the problem is, in our industry, we, you know, the, what our, our armor, our pseudo armor, right? Our ego, right? Which protects us a lot is also detrimental because sometimes it does not allow us to grow. Because we get in our mind, I don't need any help, I don't need any resources, I don't need a different distinction, I'm good. So my ego and arrogance now gets in the way of my success. See, ego and arrogance will allow you a lot of times, you know, you just don't listen to people and you you forge ahead and, and you make it, right? You don't listen to people say, oh, you shouldn't do that or or you'll fail or, you know, you know you're no good at this, you know, you say, screw that, I'm going to make it happen. But then there has to be this point of inflection where you say, okay, I'm now validated I'm here. Now, somewhere in between you know, year one and year five, there's a, you, okay, I can do this. But if you still carry around that same ego and arrogance and you don't pivot that into, wait a second, okay, I still need to keep my ego because that's what protects me. And the arrogance, you know, that's not going to let me be a leader. So maybe I need to shift and say, okay, what am I missing? What do I need? Right? And here's the funny part. And you can talk to other coaches and they'll probably tell you the same thing. The people that want to hire you, a lot of people I work with are already successful trying to be even more successful. They're going from good to great because they get it. And the, the advisors who need you the most, the ones that are struggling, that are 90, you know, they can use, they, they can really use a differential. They'll never buy into coaching. They'll never buy into personal development. They'll never buy into it because they don't believe in it. And yet here they struggle. That is very sad. So what I need you to do for yourself, 10%, take it off the top, line item it. And look, if your brain goes, Joe, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too skinny for that, pick a number. You are the most important investment you can ever make. If somebody said to me, um, if, if I was given the choice between funding my SEP IRA or funding my success, screw the IRA, I don't care, I can always make money. You have to go ahead and reinvest in yourself. And if that does not resonate with you, here's why you are in the situation you're in. Period. That is one of the key differential. Um, there's no such thing as spending too much money. There's no such thing as, you know, is there a limit to how much you can put? No, I mean, you know, I, I know through a, through a client of mine who met this person, they put 50% of their income into a PD budget. 50%. Think about that. That's like, for some of you, I want you to envision this. You, got, you have a W-2 of 250 and 125, you're going to line item to yourself. That's... That's unique, and that's probably the extreme example, but you know what? That person has doubled their, doubled their income the last three or four years since they started doing it. Interesting, right? So 
I guess in closing, what I'm asking you to do is just don't be an arrogant idiot and delude yourself that I just, I, you know, I just work harder. I got this thing figured out. I don't need any help. And, and you know, you're lying to yourself. That's your, that's your ego talking that, and you know what? Your bank account can't cash that check. So make it, you know what? Wake up in the morning, make a change. Be honest with yourself. If you know that the, the you know the year, the months are ticking away in 2019, the years are ticking away in your in your career, and you're like, man, you know what? I, I got to get this. I got to get my act together. And you said that to yourself over the last 10 years, and guess what? It's not together. There's a clue in that. You're not capable of doing it yourself. Look in the mirror and just face that fact and get some help. All right. That being said, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. And remember, you want to spend a month with me, 30 days, MagellanNetwork.net. Thanks, and I'll see you on the next episode. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.